live-ish and direct. It is currently almost 9 o'clock, which means it's 30 minutes past my bedtime. <laughs> Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8, is it now? I keep losing count, just like the days are. Season 2, Episode 8 of the podcast. Finally, we have a remote guest, and of course, the first one is always going to be a doozy. John Gotti, welcome, sir. Appreciate you. Uh, Yo, glad to be here. Fucking legendary. Yo, for today, I brought out the five panel just for you, yeah, and I broke my again. season. To- <laughs> You're going to get, <laughs> get those, motherfucker. You're going to get the, the Thunderdome edition in a minute. Just buy me two, and I'll take it to my tailor and stitch them, to have them stitched together. <laughs> I'm straight. The uh, man, we're going to get you a scully with the brim on it, like back in the day. You know? <laughs> the I tried to buy a Cricklin. I tried to buy one of those Cricklin hat, uh, hats, the bicycling hats from, from Spike. No. Yay. No, like no, one yeah. size fits most. The asterisk, hey, that's like, nah. <laughs> nope, Matumbo finger wave there, fam. Yo, one for size anyone, does not fit retro. No, no, it doesn't. And I'm not even a fucking, I'm not even a size eight anymore. I think the, the Chinese or the Vietnamese, they changed their sizing because I used to be a size eight. I went all the way down to the seven and three quarters now. So anybody who wants to be bifitted, seven and three quarters, that's the move. Uh, look, <laughs> Soliciting fitteds now? John Gotti. Shrink in life, dog. My man does not need an intro, but I'll give an intro anyway. He is the one that actually got me started writing on the side. As you know, I got a regular-ass job, a boring job. But he's the first person to be like, yo, you should write with me. So he started the smoking section. It's not about weed. It's not about smoking cigarettes. It's about more of the the lounge section of a jazz club, a.k.a. the smoking section, where people kind of vibe out. And it was a lifestyle website. Um, I'm going to just say it now, fuck up rocks for canceling that shit. <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to just say Wait, it now. Like I, I actually, yeah, I wrote, I wrote <laughs> yeah. for, I wrote for him early on for a little bit and then it, it really, it really took off and there are way more talented writers out there. So I just kind of stuck to sneakers and shit like that. But I think because of that, I finessed it into a couple other sidekicks, which is dope. And I never thought that I was a good enough writer because I don't, I, if I, if you never consider yourself a writer, you never submit your, stuff to people to review you know what i mean so like just like if you're like a good ass singer you sing in the shower but you don't really sing to anybody else how would you know so i don't know what you saw in me Gotti, but i appreciate that he got me my start in writing and he heard he heard them three syllable words you've used <laughs> he's already taught me some of them three syllable words man jesus <laughs> hey, yeah, i'm like the, i'm like the field jackson of this shit baby i see talent i just put the pieces in place <laughs> nah, no doubt no doubt Zen like he, that was steve kerr over there man he was just a long-range gunner he knew his lane and he just stuck with it yo. yeah just, I, I have a very narrow lane and I'm mostly strikeless, so Steve Kerr is correct. <laughs> but I got longevity, baby. I got longevity. <laughs> he knew his strengths, baby. He played his strengths very well. That's what's so, up. So welcome. It, I'm mad it took this long. It took the pandemic for us to get all together because I wasn't a fan of remote recording to begin nah. with. But our, you yeah. already know I'm repping. And if you're a sneakerhead, you know what the fuck this font is. And if you don't know what it is, Edu- Go fuck yourself. Yeah, Yo, educate yourself because I'm not. Yeah, Yo, I didn't. I didn't have it on, but I still brought it to rap. That's right. But you know about that sober life. That's why I'm not drinking no alcohol. Yeah, it's Topo Chico man. out here. That mineral water. 
Yo, y'all got me looking like a bum. Y'all out here ripping hard. And I'm over in the gray, raggedy gray, th- my Zoom t-shirt. Well, we don't have. Nah, legends, legends, could do, legends could do shit like that, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on this couch, we're like trying to be presentable. Still trying to, we're, trying to, we're still trying to find our online presence. You already have it, which is <laughs> fucking awesome, too. We'll get into nah, that man. shit. Y'all Uh-oh. guys are rolling, man. You know, I've been a big fan of the show for a minute, so glad to be here. And that's one of the things I appreciate, too, is like in terms of critiques, you give very honest critiques without being like a super asshole, which is the shit. Because there's a lot of people when they know more than when they know more than the person that they're critiquing, it kind of comes off pretentious. So this entire time in terms of honing my craft, not just with writing, but like online presence. And even when it comes to just writing captions, I think one of the things that one of the many things you excel at is just being a storyteller. And which is why I don't like when people call you an influencer. I know that that's a word that's just kind of like an Instagram word, more or less. It was like, dude, you're not an influencer. You're a storyteller. I think you capture stories or your mindset or what you're going through like perfectly in pretty much every post. And it's like, and which speaks a lot to um, how you've honed your craft. So I, I'm shouting you out for that shit too, because I'm trying no to doubt, get there. Man. And, uh, I have maybe a little more patience than B because B, you go on these once every two weeks. You're like, no, fuck this, fuck yeah, Instagram. Fact. <laughs> Yo, B will take a social media sabbatical in a heartbeat. I, like, I ain't seen B in like three months. Where he at? And they'll pop back up like, man, I got tired. It'll of be this one shit. picture. Of Leah. <laughs> It'll be one picture. Of Leah, and they'd be like, oh, it's thank you fact, for the love man. or some shit like that. And that's, that's that. I'm here, guys, and I'm back out. Yeah, I mean, you know, it takes a lot of patience, and you got to like, I understand the internet, and I never take any of this too seriously. For sure. It's a like young I man's do, game I too. Do, I, I do in a certain sense. Like, I do take it seriously because it's my work now. Like, dealing online is my work. But at the same time, like, I don't take a lot of these commenters and negative, especially, like, the negative side. You can, man. You can. Nah, I don't take it too seriously. Be. And then, you know, you got to know that, what to, uh, nah, to pull up. <laughs> I used to be like that. Now I'm just like, yo, don't. I, don't, I don't know that person from Adam. So why am I stressing them? Because I'm... I feel like they test I'm from Brooklyn. So like, I don't know when to just turn it off. Like the internet world is so funny. Cause like I'm going to be 40 and I'm still going to pull up. Like, I don't care. Like it's just too old for that shit. It's man. annoying. I'm too, you know, old. I, I'm too old too, but I'll still do it. <laughs> I think I was just having this conversation earlier with Gotti. I was just like, man, every time I, every time something pops off in my head, cause even now, like P gets on my ass about like staring people down when they cut me off or something like that. And I see him at the light. I'm just like, and I just do the slow turn, but now it's just like I'm not. It's not because she's just like, don't do it, don't do it. It's not. It's not worth it. And it's def- I, But see, I know it's not worth it, but it's still. And you still. They, bring, do they that pull shit. me in. They get me every time. <laughs> the trolls got me. Don't feed the trolls, man. Nah, don't, baby, the don't trolls. take the bait, baby. Don't take the bait. You I, just, know, I know. You got to jab right back at them and keep on moving. But a lot yeah. of times, yo, I use my block button. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Uh, <laughs> I will block the shit. Not out enough of people know me online to actually talk spice to me because all the people that follow me, like I kind of know on some level, and the ones that don't are they're all respectful. They're not like assholes or anything mm. like that. I think you have a much larger following because I think that's why people just say some dumb shit for jokes or take it a response. And say, I don't, it even bothers me though, because I, I don't really like, they know I don't participate in that stuff. You like know what, though, rule, I, you I know what that, my rule is? I will give you three replies. That's, that's a lot. It. Three is a lot. Three is a lot. I'll give you three replies. Like, yeah, and you may only get one, but I'll give you three replies. And after I look at those three replies, I'm like, eh, I'm talking to an idiot. And I look like yeah. I'm talking to an idiot. 
block and keep on moving and just, you know, carry on. You know what, though? I think our early days on Nike Tuck probably helped out with that a lot, too, because I feel like that was the early now, birth my of Nike Tuck days, I was B. Yeah. I would be ready to pull up. You know what I'm talking about. We ain't going to call no names, but yo, B. I remember. I was ready to take a trip. I was involved. I was lit. <laughs> I was involved. Either I, I wouldn't but say you know that. I didn't what, know you guys at that time. That's one of the things that made me start my three replies rule because I was like, you know what? I'm sitting there getting mad about somebody on the internet looking. Yeah. I was honestly looking up Southwest Place like, <laughs> light this motherfucker up. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Let me just chill. It ain't even worth it, especially not over something on the internet. That's internet true. Is it's real just, no, you're right. No, you're right. It's real. But everyone, yeah. everyone takes that. They're like, oh, the internet's real life. And it's like, when the more you think about it, the more you say, like, a lot of these people think the, the curse of the I internet is people. life came with the block button. Yeah. I, I, I wish too, man. Like, that would be great. That's why I tell my wife, like, yo, you don't work with them. You don't go to church with them. You don't see them in the street. Like, yo, just block their ass. Why are you sitting yeah. there going back and forth with them? Yo, it? wait, speaking, wait, let me just inter- interject real quick. Speaking of your wife, how does your wife feel about Maya Mondays? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> yo, it was kind of tricky. Yeah, just just Let's not forget curiosity. snow Saturdays. Was it snow Saturdays? Yeah, snow, yeah snow we got Sundays. a new one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, she ain't even trip off that. Like she knows the drill now. She know all this shit pays the bills, but she ain't tripping off of it. But at first, she was, yeah. And my son, he kind of, especially when he was younger, he would kind of egg it on. Like, mom, you see what he posted this Monday? Yo, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> That's when you just gotta put the Everlast gloves on and be like, all right. I got to calm down. Are you sitting there riling up, pulling her chain like that? No, nah, she's cool with Maya Mondays. She knows what it is. Because Maya can. Mondays, yo, it's not even about Maya. Like I said, uh, it's Monday. And a lot of people come into Monday with a really shitty attitude. That's a fact. You're providing so like, for everybody. Mm-hmm. You're providing a little yeah, bit of happiness like, for everybody. And I appreciate that shit. Cankles and all, man. I love Maya Positive energy, some, some, some beautiful vibes in front of you. Like, That's yo, re- up, you reshape the way you're looking at Monday, baby. Maya Mondays. That's I feel that. And Gotti wouldn't be Gotti with that. None of us would be who we are without understanding wives. Let me just say that. Nah, no doubt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Plus, I mean, I, I don't do it, but I don't think P would trip because I was like, look, P's got a P's got a hall pass with a certain amount of celebrities or just people who are just Facts. wild handsome. Dang, I was like, dog, you gotta top that list out at five. What are you talking about? A certain amount? This is the thing too. Like I don't know who else. Like I don't know who the fuck else. I I don't know what the number five is, is already like, pushing it. Because I know that. I told her I was like, look, man, if Idris comes and hollers at you, I was like, do what you need to do. But secure that bag and come back home. <laughs> or don't. I'm not mad at it. Did you just you know pimp I mean? out P? <laughs> Did you just say go get the money? She told me the same shit. When it comes to Rihanna, she's like, look, man, Rihanna comes across your way. Mm-mm. Like, you better, you better handle that. Put it to sleep and then secure the bag. Get some of that Fenty bag and come back home. I was like, <laughs> all right. Get some of that forehead bag. <laughs> hey. I, I'm, not, I'm, not pushing, I'm not pushing them into the conversation, but I'm like, uh... I'll turn my head and just look the other way. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. You know, I'm, our I'm thing you, is John it. Legend, so I'm like, if John Legend pops up, I'm just going to walk and look the other way and act like I'm just a fucking idiot. And let no. you do <laughs> That's the that. best way to do it. Just chalk that is it the up. best way to do it, man. But yo, let's get into, let's get into roll call first. B, who you got up? Um, I'm going to shout out Stephen Burnett, man. Um, 
AKA the drawing dad, man. This guy is a super talent. I like art. I'm not like on some West side gun shit, stick figures on a Nike box, but like <laughs> art for real. Mm. So, um, Super talented cartoonist, man. And he, um, I commissioned him to do a, a family portrait. I posted it on Father's Day. But it was ill, man, because I think I caught him at the right time. I think when, they, when, he, when I first saw his work, he had like three, 400 followers. I commissioned him. And then I, you know when you go on IG and then you start looking at people's following, you see the people in common. Mm-hmm. We got like 30 people in common now which means it sparked something, which I'm, I'm super happy for, man. Now he's like up to a thousand, like within the last, since Father's Day, which is oh, like really sound. dope to see him grow, man. But he's a get super that talent. Fee. Yeah, let me get a 10%. But, um, Influencer. Shit, not, not even. Influencer. Um, but not in a positive way, not by the corny millennial way. But um, <laughs> we are, We're millennials, you do realize that, right? Elder I, don't, I, don't, I don't associate with that. <laughs> are y'all millennials? Yeah, yeah. Technically, elder. we're elder millennials. We're like on that cusp y'all miss of like the <laughs> Yeah, we just missed it. We missed it by like two years, a year. <laughs> I don't even know if they like. I don't know if they actually like defined it, but supposedly we qualify as elder millennials. I don't mm-hmm. think that way either, but it is what it is, man. No, I definitely I always looked side. at it like y'all were in my group. I mean, what's my group? I always forget. Is it Generation X? I think I'm Generation X. X. I think I think it's X. Yeah, Come so on, we're like. Gen- Y'all are like X, man. Y'all are close enough. Come on. Y'all don't. Y'all are yeah, not. I'm with you. Nah, I'm, Come on to X. I just, I stepped on the other side, man. I'm not doing the millennial no, thing. No, I'm, I'm yeah, firmly over on the wash X. side, man. Like, millennials can have that term. They can have their. We're not washed. We're comfortable over here, baby. Come That's on, what man. I think washed is. I'm taking, I'm taking the negativity out of washed back. I was like, fuck it. I'll be washed. Okay. Because okay. washed means clean. So fuck okay. that. Yeah, no doubt. I'm good. Um, so, but yeah, no, Stephen Burnett, man. Shout out to Steven. When I get my money up like B, I'm going to reach out for a commission, but not right now because I'm a poor. So <laughs> you put in Matt, you put in Matt OT. I, let me I see. You're buying art. You know, you're doing something. You know, you got money. That man over there buying yeah, a commission. No, yeah. no, no. Listen, let's go ahead and lean on that Basquiat. <laughs> nah, let's, let's, let's pull up retro stock X receipts real quick. Let's not. No, we're not talking about that because we're off of StockX. We're on right. Goat now. All right, we're on Goat now. All right, and let's fuck pull that goat up because they just canceled one of my goddamn. I was about to say today. I thought we were angry at Goat. I was like, nah, we're we are. What well, God? Are. He said defund sneakers. Let's do yeah, it. Defund, <laughs> defund, all defund of it, sneak, the sneakers app. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah. Hey man, I ain't gonna. I got to tell you the truth though, because uh, sneakers have been really good to me recently. So we've all been to feel bad, yeah. but I'm like, yo, sneakers. Is, I mean, everybody else has been mad the past couple of Saturdays, and I'm sitting over there like. <laughs> quiet with him. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, I'm hidden. It's like in a casino in this bitch. I'm hidden right now. I think, you know what? I think it's cyclical. And I think boy, it boy, is. shout out to the boy, boy, uh, text thread. I think that we've been, we've been all helping each other out, which has been good. Um, cause dude, the, it's, you can never beat the bots. Only luck nah. will beat the bots. You know what I mean? And like, we even talked about that shit too. It's like, man, there's some feels dirty about using bots, but everybody's using that shit. They're all Lance Armstrong. It, so I'm like, Hey man, you gotta adapt to the game. If everybody else yeah. is cheap, mm-hmm. if I could figure out, a, if I had the patience and time to figure out a bot, I would probably double some money into a buck. Because nice. there's certain stuff like if you don't have access, like you're not getting it. But yeah. thankfully, yep. like I don't want half of that stuff, so it doesn't really yeah. bother me like that. Yeah, we're not. I think we're the antithesis. I'm, of I'm GR boys. GR boys yeah. in the business. GR boys, <laughs> regular regular sneaker <laughs> shit, obscure sneakers that are general releases. I'm with. Uh, we are boys in the building right now. But shit, you know what? 
I'll go with, with, I don't think I've done it yet, so I feel like a fucking asshole. So my roll call, shout out is going to be to P, the infamous one. Shout out to her for dealing with me while I've been doing this wild OT. Also, um, letting everybody know, check her. She's on fucking, uh, so first of all, Adobe has their own podcast. She's on Adobe's podcast called Wireframe. So look her up. She's on, a, um, she's on one of the more recent episodes as of today. I think she's maybe two episodes back. Um, check her out. Her name is Paola. I'm not going to give you her last name because y'all are weird. Uh, but check her out on, fucking, on the Wireframe podcast. She's a fucking genius. I wonder every day why she's with me, but it is what it is. We together. I trapped her with two kids. So soon to meet two kids. So I actually listened to that podcast and I told her, I was like, it was really good. Yo, her. So in terms of like, I know that you gave me the compliment earlier today of saying that like me and P were the progressive types. I got to give her credit for most of that. Some of it's my job, but I think most of it's her because she's taught me to be, she's, you know, I think we're from the generation that's being like, we're still problematic, but we're trying to not be as opposed to digging in our heels. So there's a lot of terms and stuff like that, that I say um, that are problematic. And I just think nothing of it as a slur, but more so just like just an expression. She's like, nah, like that's come on, man. We got to do better than that. I'm like, all right. But like, you know, so I, that's why I break out the three syllable words, B. Like, I got to use that or random words that she don't know how to spell, like chashki. I don't know how to spell it either, to be fair. Man, I'm glad she, uh, I'm glad you have to deal with that. I just try to just be quiet so my wife won't check me on stuff like that. Because <laughs> you know me, I have to really think. I'm, I'm like you said, your other generation is kind of like trying to do better and hadn't dug your heels in. My heels aren't dug in, but sometimes I still get ignorant and I'll say the wrong word. And I'll be like, ah, you can't say that anymore. So I just learned really just to be quiet and listen. That's like, and honestly, that's one of the main things I've been doing for the past couple of years, just listening. Like listening to other people tell their stories, like listening and learning and like trying to, trying to wrap my mind around certain things. Cause I'm like, nobody, like you said, nobody wants to be that old stuck in the mud person who isn't in tune with what's going on in society. And especially with the youth and, you know, I'm big on the youth. So it was like right now for the past, I say for the past three, four, five years has been all listening, like really listening and taking it all in. You've been and asking all, a lot of questions too. Out of all the people that are our age, you've been the most connected with everything related to hip hop from the younger generation's perspective too, which is, that's just not easy to do, man. I think it just moves way faster than I like it to for me. Right. Cause I just, you know, we have our own shit going on being dads. I'm like, I don't want to take the time to listen to new shit. So if you actually tell me and give me the cosign music wise that like, all right, this is dope. No, like, all I right, I'll give it a listen. Yeah. I listen to the good stuff, the bad stuff. You'll give it a shot. Like, for me, it's just like, there's a little there. Mm-mm, I'm not with it. Fuck all that noise. But you're like, hey, no, no, boy, no, you no. better like, get you a, uh, uh, what is it, Young Boy NBA playlist and just ride on that, boy. It'll get you turned up and ready to go fight a gorilla if you had to. That's what I have MOP for, sir. But I'll, I'll give him a shot. <laughs> nah, man, there's plenty of good stuff coming out. Nah, oh, you're man, right. I'm like Kanye, man. Listen to the kids, bro. Listen to the kids. Always Kanye don't listen to nobody anymore, though. <laughs> he don't man, listen to shit. He listen to comments. I refuse sense. to publicly talk about Kanye. Like, I'm not touching that. Thank one. you. Like, Thank you. Neither will Ill. I. He's ill. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. seriously, like he's going through something. Yeah. I don't feel like everybody wants to comment on it, but I'm like, yo, we don't need to be piling on right now. Like, we need to actually recognize that he's dealing with an illness. 
that he hasn't, I think he's accepted the diagnosis, but he seems like the treatment and everything, the work that goes with it. Like, I think I mentioned it to you the other day. I'm like, yo, he's not doing the work as far as I can tell. So that's yeah. why he's not getting better. I just hated that he's in this spot right now. And, and it amazes me. And I really had to think about it with myself. I was like, yo, I really feel for Kim Kardashian right now. And I am wow. not a Kardashian fan, but I was yeah. like, yo, he's going through it with him. And like, she's trying to be graceful about it. And I know it's a struggle. Like, I know it's a super struggle, what they're going through and what she's having to deal with. And, and Especially because they live so publicly. The world. They did invite the world into their lives, but that still doesn't negate the fact that what they're dealing with is hard. Like, no amount of money can fix what he's going through. Yeah. Like, there's no way that they can just buy their way out of it or whatever. It's like, you have to do the work. And right now, I can't tell that he's doing the work and it looks like he's suffering. But it's just like anybody else is going through an illness or an addiction or anything like that that kind of has them veering off course. You know, it takes time before they finally, hopefully, come back. And, you know, you just got to keep praying for them and hope for the best for them. Well, shit, you're a bigger man than I am. For me, I'm just like, I'm off of that. But I think you're right in terms of... It is fucked up when someone's going through something so publicly to just pile on to the bullshit. And it's just like, like you said, just shut up, listen. It's like, even in our thread, like when we talk, when people talk about Kanye, I'm like, ah, I'm like, I'm not even going to comment no more. It's like, he don't need that shit. Like, I don't, I don't ascribe to most of the things that he said. Um, especially when it comes to like child rearing and just shit in general, man. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I mean, he's saying damaging stuff, but at know. the same time, like, uh, I think like, I, in minority families, and I can say pretty much in a black family, everybody's got an addict or an alcoholic around them. Yeah. And like, you know, the, the damage in hell, I was the alcoholic. So I know the damage that toxic people can cause, you know, in a family structure. Yeah. I, feel I think that. about some of the stuff that he's going through and saying, and I'm like, yo, I know he's causing hell in that house. Because hell, he's causing hell in our houses because we're talking about him and arguing about him. And oh, I think I'm just more upset, disappointed. There's a lot of things. Yo, B, I think you're cutting out with the audio, man. Can you hear him? No, I can't, but B don't know how to work his own podcast. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Scotty taking over as your new host for the podcast. Yo. Yo, B, for real, like, your your shit is not, I'm, I didn't mute you or nothing like that. Like, I can't hear you at all. It was double dutch. I was trying to get in, but y'all were saying too many positive things, so I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. See, I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm trying to, I'm <laughs> like, it was probably for the best. I wish, it, I wish it could say it was my faith that brought me to being more of a hippie, but I think it's, a lot of it's listened to the older heads um, and just the bigger picture again, and wifey just saying, like, man, don't be like that. Cause there, I mean, she'll allow that's some good fuckery. balance, man. Yeah, she'll allow some fuckery and just and like let me talk my shit when she knows I'm really amped up. Cause I had a fucking rant about bananas the other day, and she's just like she's just sitting there fucking cracking up. Cause I'm like, dude, why do you why do some bananas go from green to just automatically spotted? There's no like, there's no per, there's no yellow transition. Just goes from green to green with spots. Fuck that noise. I don't Damn, like that was shit. the weed that good, dog? <laughs> going on a rant over bananas, huh? 
sounds like first world problems, brother. Yeah, it's I definitely mean. first world problems. <laughs> you, were you, were you, were you As I sip my imported water? mineral water from yeah. Mexico and my imported fucking coffee from Colombia. Like, He's yes. over here getting all tight. Did I give P the nickname Infamous P? I think you might have, yeah. Yeah, we've known each other forever, man. I've known you first for shit. How long? Yo, B, I created the internet. Don't listen to what Al did. <laughs> That's internet. another case of the white man. Everything that you see, I, I created it, dog. I had. <laughs> a so, I, I assume so. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, yo, I think I was the one who started calling her infamous P. If there about, was, if there's a I southern version, the previous episode, and you said something about infamous P, and I was like, wait a minute. I think I'm the one who gave her that weird. You probably bit. did, considering you have the memory of a goldfish. If you remember that, your long-term <laughs> memory is like solid, and your music memory is like solid. So it's like okay, then you probably Yo, you you're probably listen. Right. It's only because it's P, and she is an angel to me. So everything regarding P, I remember every bit of it. No, no, she's she's definitely everything you say. She's she is more man. man. Um, yeah, you know what? Like, fuck, how long have I known you? Two thousand two, two thousand three. Uh, 17, 18 years, man. Vietnam. said, That's the I shit. I've known you my whole life. Known <laughs> 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 you my whole life, bro. We Yo. All right. So it's, before we even physically connected with each other. <laughs> yeah. That's why <laughs> I, like, I tell everybody, I was like, dude, like, internet friends or real friends, it's just the same thing to me, man. And, no like, God is a big no portion of that. And I think I told you, too, like, I actually had some Nike Talk homies at my fucking bachelor party. Wow. And they're like, wow, you know people on the internet like that? I'm like, dude, it's a community. Like, a community is worldwide. If you're just going to center yourself around something that's only local, you know, that just like music. When I was growing up and shit like that, like, I connected with some East Coast heads and shit like that because I was, was really into, like, Nas and fucking Biggie and all that. And when the beef started popping off, like, I was, I still fuck with the East Coast. I'm like, mm, but they have a point, though. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but to close, thankfully, because of the internet, you know, you don't want to close yourself off to a community that can and now especially the dad community right because we're learning even steve b from the podcast we were on with him a pot amongst men like i would have never met him before i would never met somebody as worldly as him or other people or like you before it's frankly i think it's wild at my age now that me and you met organically b i know right and only by chance because it's like yeah yeah like like how it used to be how you bumped into people in the street and you're like oh hey yeah yeah that shit doesn't happen as much now because it's like we we see each other so much online that it almost kind of like yo you don't really meet anybody that you haven't met before it's just harder to make friends when you get older too i feel like like because we're just kind of setting our ways we're like no we don't need new friends like "Mm." we socialize with who we socialize and that's it we don't really look for new experiences or we should but we don't you know what i mean no doubt man but yo Gotti, who's your shout out on the roll call. Shit, I ain't got no shout out. I'm just a, I'm a, I'm a guest. Yeah. He's like, shout, shout out to y'all. Shout out to he's myself. A, <laughs> he's shout out to y'all. Thanks shout out to the James Earl Jones you. voice, man. Shout out to that. Yo, if there was a Southern version of Bruce Almighty, guess <laughs> who would be fucking narrating that shit? Yo, or Gotti. Who? Yo, that, yo, the Trainer 3 Viotech post fucked me up. <laughs> like, I don't understand it. That. I was listening, me I was listening up. to That's the, the second episode, video he's done. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, what were you expecting out of my voice? What, do you want me to be like Michelle A? What were you expecting out of my voice, B? You <laughs> the boosty voice? Yo, like, what were you expecting? The webby voice. I wasn't expecting that, though. Yeah, you would think something different. You weren't expecting that. I was like, God damn. 
I don't know what it's I like the voice of God. <laughs> I think Yo, I heard his voice before they, I saw yeah. him. So that helped Yo, me. The secret to everything with the voice is smoking way too many menthol cigarettes. Yeah, no doubt. I thought it was Deep the raspy. Cake. No, I thought it was the pound cake intro. I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah. shit. Shout out to y'all, oh. man, because like I said, I've been listening. And Retro, you know, I've been listening to every episode since y'all got started. Appreciate it. Every time that. I listen, I always, I'll stop in the middle of an I'll text Retro like, yo, that's bullshit. Y'all are wrong. <laughs> Whoever's a terrible rapper. And I was like, hi, B was right about this when you were wrong. <clears throat> I've been a I've been an active participant in the show. You really have been, up, man. No, we appreciate it. Much appreciated, man. I mean, shit. Well, I I know you. You know what? We'll let you go first and with the pops playlist. Like, who you got on deck that you're listening to heavy now? He about like to right here now. Some ill shit, man. Oh, I promise I'm not because it changes up every day. It really depends on who you catch me with. Uh. I think the most recent project, and it's gonna be a little bit of a surprise, the most recent project I've been playing really heavy is Lil Baby's album, the deluxe version of whatever the name of it is. It's actually been getting some critical acclaim. No, it's been, I've heard nothing but great things about it. I'm just, I dug my heels and I don't wanna hear anybody name with, with the baby in it. I just don't wanna hear it. You hear, uh, see, there's a lot of things, like a lot of misconceptions I got, man, like about music in general, because I think, one of the people that you've been bigging me up to guy was uh, Mozzie. And I was like, I've heard his name thrown around before. And he's like, yeah, he's, um, he's on some gangster shit from Sacramento. I was like, fucking Cowtown, Sacramento. They on some gang shit up there. I was like, and I don't, hey, unless you're boy. from, unless you're from LA. Or active, Chicago. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's active, but like for me, just being the curmudgeon I am, I was like, if you're not from LA or, or Chicago doing that gang shit, I don't respect it, but I should. Cause they'd shoot me in Sacramento, just like they should be down here. So I mean, yeah, I, I would mean, comment on it, but I'm like, uh, I'm like, nah, I ain't gonna do that because it's kind of like dry snitching. Even though he does rap about all of the shit, but when they're calling out names, it's real shit. But yeah, it's real shit. Like if you do the digging and you, you know, peel back some layers, you find out they're talking about some real shit. The thing about Lil Baby, you know, he's very limited with what he's talking about. It's pretty much money, money, clothes, hoes, whatever the fuck. But he does it in a certain way where it's like, it's very, he's unique. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what first turned me on to him was, uh, you know, I kept hearing emotionally scarred on the radio a lot of times when I would hop in the car and I'd have the kid with me. I would hear emotionally scarred. And then he dropped that song here recently. Uh, you know, it was kind of like the little protest joint. Mm, yeah, I heard something about that. I don't really It's really to like one of the best songs out that's speaking to the moment right now. And I'm like, mm. yo, all you motherfuckers let little fucking baby be the one that drops the most significant song right now. Looking at you, run the jewels. Yo, you know what? I had to give him yeah. full respect. And I kind of took that critical stuff where I'd heard a few people saying, yo, this album is really good. And I started playing. And I'm like, yo, it is actually pretty good. So I've been listening to him, Vince Ash. Uh, well, Vince Ash is a, little, is a cat out of uh, Gary, Indiana. That sounds like that used to shit. be the that, that used to yeah. be the murder capital. Gary Indiana was yeah, yeah, that shit was ill back in the day. Man. Oh man, it still, still is. It probably still is. Well, you know, all those little Midwest towns mm -hmm. get out, they do their thing. So I'll probably gonna listen to Vince Ash a lot. I want to shout him out. Uh, you know, mine changes by the day though. 
I'm with that. It depends on what day you catch me or who I'm listening to. That's definitely Lil Baby, Vince Ash, just somebody else who I was going to mention too. Vince Ash's work is only like six, seven songs or something like that, right? And they're all pretty yeah, short. Yeah, I love I it like that too because it's like boom, boom, boom. Because a lot of times now, like the way attention spans works and yeah. it's almost like we can flip channels on TV because you have immediate access to music. You don't really Everything at all times. Yeah, you, I really don't have to sit through a trash album. Like I can stop playing it because before I was listening to Lil Baby, I tried to listen to No Cap. That was a terrible fucking mistake. <laughs> I got off of that album so quick, but <laughs> that's an example because it's like, yo, I can move on. Look at the growth. This so yeah. giving me that little 15, I think 15, 16 minute project is like really dope. That's it's up. just enough, and I can play it multiple times. And hell, I can memorize the lyrics of that shit. It's yeah, man, so- just just getting tacos. I listened to this whole shit the other day when you when you put me onto. It. I was like, oh, it's like the spirit of Pac is in him a little bit, but mm. he's got some other shit too. And he's I think got that, that voice. Like, yeah, he's refined. I've listened to some of his older stuff, and I was like, he definitely refined himself a little bit. His his he's a little. I want to say he does. Uh, he like refined his voice, but he does the G Depp kind of thing where he raps a little off beat sometimes and then a little off beat a little bit, but it's not annoying. He kind of got, he got a, a, I think of it like, uh, he's got that pox sound to his voice. But to me, it's almost like how when Big Crick came out, mm-hmm. like all you could hear was UGK in him. Yeah. Before I thought he was he from finally, Texas, for sure. Yeah, I was about to say, before he finally started creating that separation, you know, you would, hear, you would have those comparisons for, like, Shine and Biggie before Shine started, really started using his voice as a tool and separated himself a little bit. Till he actually started shooting people. Yeah, I mean, that too. Like, <laughs> but you always have these guys who have to work to kind of separate no, no them. I mean, because it's not their fault their voice sounds like that nine times out of ten. Like, we think of them that way. Like, we frame them that way. They, you just have to give them time. And that's one another thing I learned about music. Like, yo, you can't jump on a bandwagon for a lot of these guys early. Give them time. Give them time to learn, progress, see who's actually going to be here mm-hmm. six months from now, 12 months from Who now, still two wants years it. from now. Yeah, because anybody, uh, anybody can strike gold and, you know, get right. a little hot song. And be the guy for the moment, but who's going to be around for a couple of years? So, facts, facts. Vince That's, so Vince Ash. Uh, I guess we'll throw Mozzie in there as well. Yeah, I, I go with Mozzie. That's I, got, I, put, I put a playlist in the show notes. Yo, yes, yes, please. Go with Mozzie. B, who's yep. who's your pick? <laughs> um, Simmons Gotti, man, you catch me on a different day, it could be some different shit, man. Right no, now, I'll I'm stop like, it. You're like 99.9% boom bap. Old school shit, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, it's I got 94J, man. I can't get with that. It's been bumping lately in my lifetime. Single, <laughs> pre reasonable doubt. That's he was smooth. That's the thing that, clean, that that was the thing that impressed me about him. Even when he was doing the freestyles with Big L and fucking up, like he still had that smooth kind of that smooth flow. Like, sure. God, it sounds like he's been rapping since birth, and I'll always give him credit for that it's shit. Talent, like, man, God given, man. You can't you can't teach that. Even when he's lazy and talking shit, like on what's free, like he just still makes it seem so effortless. I think the only right. thing that uh, the only stumbles he's had recently is or. He, not even recently, but when he takes some time off to do whatever and he comes back, 
I think we, we, me and you talked about where like we give him the three song curve. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, all the way up the verses. Mm, I like, and the drug dealers anonymous came out after that. And then I think that's after that, he's when he dropped the shit. I was like, yo, Damn, let's Daniel. speak on it. Cause y'all kind of shitted on Jay Electronica about that album. Man. man, he, I only shit on. I was yelling Alec. at y'all through my ear. I was, I was yelling at y'all through my earbuds listening to y'all. Nah, man. Shit on Jay I just wanted more Alec, man. Honestly, that's it. If a Jay Electronica, I felt album, cheated. I want two, two Jay Z features. Yeah, I felt I want the rest to be I want the rest to be Jay like because he like with how much fanfare that he had that seemed organic he made us wait the the machine wasn't behind him I don't think at the time you know what I mean like it it still made the radio it still blew the fuck up and I was like all right then he had like little bits and pieces here no real mixtapes I think some other he has any real incentive to rap to be quite honest with you well he was that badu pum pum for a minute so you know how that I goes say for some, i just don't see like if he wanted to he would have already done it and he didn't like he waited all these years but i also know that like him and jay and you know his manager and that whole circle law like, everybody over there they, they all spend yeah. time together like they're all mm-hmm. really close and i think they were just like yo let's do a project and yeah. it ain't it's my album but yo, I want you on these songs because like they're all that close. And shout no, out no to Paul was a great guy. So I love those dudes. So I guess I'm kind of biased in that sense. Like I kind of know what I'm a fan of all those dudes, dudes man. Like through. I I love their crew. I love how they move, man. They're like a tight, that's a tight unit. You're not gonna break their bond. And you can you know that by how the project was released, because I don't think it look it seemed like a friend like yo this is my boys let's just throw something out just to give the people something like it didn't seem like it was like a contrived album because he made us wait so long it's like if dre dropped the chronic oh my god who cares at this point you know what i mean like you just waited too long you you it wasn't i don't know man like because of because of his position in everyone's catalog when that man dropped exhibit c and then he became a legend from that (laughs) one track who can say that then it's like the expect the ball was set and it's just yeah. like all right i mean but it's almost like we've been waiting on nas to top ilmatic all this time before i finally I, realized like, I yo, nas is not no, i haven't i haven't been waiting for that <laughs> <laughs> like yo he's not gonna top nah. ilmatic as yeah. soon as you come to terms with that you'll be able to appreciate all i think he'll stuff. scrape greatness <coughs> he'll scrape greatness but he'll never 100 percent on that and again. i was about to say same thing with jay Alec. it's like yo exhibit C and the hype and the energy that was attached right there in that moment, like he's not going to be able to reach that again. I'll, I at least, I do. I mean, I think he was just, very honest in that album too. He was. He like, I can't really, it. I'm not going to even lie. I'm not even front and say that I could listen to all praises due to a lot. Like I can't listen to that song because of the feelings that are in there. I'm like, nah, I'm still processing shit that happened last year. Like, can't listen to it all the way through, man. And it made perfect sense that they made that the night that Kobe passed. And like, I can appreciate the artistry that went into it clearly. Um, J raps well on it. The other J raps well on it. It's the production. I, I appreciated that he was trying to do his own thing, like producing and shit like that. Not, and, and the songs weren't half bad that he did produce, but I just, if he, if we got just, a written testimony, but more tracks of the same mm-hmm. with just Jay Electronic on it. I would have been, I would have been happy. I wouldn't have been like, no, fuck that. Like this, that, and the third. I was just more mad that it felt like a joint album. Although, I think he dodged a bullet because he had what Farrakhan and the opening. I mean, come intro. on, Ghost of Soldier Slim. That joint is that joint. Damn. Imagine if written testimony came out after Nick Cannon said all that or agreed with all that problematic shit. <laughs> like, like the black Israelites. And yeah, stuff you like know, that. he went on a rant the other day and was on some shit like that too. Nick Cannon or 
Nah, Jay and everybody, Jay Electronic and everybody was like, oh, no. I'm like, dog, do y'all not realize he's been talking about Mr. Farrakhan mm, like yeah. since yeah. day one? Like, well, who are y'all listening to? Who are y'all paying attention to? Right. They, I think they just, first well, song I think he dropped. I think a lot of right. hip, a lot of hip hop heads, though, I think when they hear speeches and stuff like that, they just liken it to like, oh, it's just a, it's a skit. Rather than like, no, this is somebody who's speaking to masses of people that believe a certain thing. And who am I to say yes or no to it? Like, obviously, and it's also part of Jay Electronica's fabric and his makeup. And it's like, yeah. it's because he bangs a, with he, he it's bangs not with 5% just a sample heavy. to him. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say, it's not just a sample to yeah. him. That's he like, has a lot of 5% of jewelry. Culture. I think he has oh, a lot look of at his shows. Jewelry. Look who's at his shows. The nation is there. <laughs> like, what do you mean, dog? He's yeah. going up on two, uh, uh, the Brooklyn Bodega thing. The, what's that? Brooklyn Hip Hop Festival. Yeah. Full regalia. What he brought regalia. He was in full <laughs> regalia. He had his stripes. And he got the, um, didn't he get the, the nation? He got the nation on Joe Button too, because Joe Button wasn't feeling it wasn't feeling his shit. It was like, no, like, I'm not feeling it. I'm say, but he's, all I'm thinking is like, yo, he's never hid his association. Nah, I mean, I've no. may not have been paying attention, but he's never hid his Yeah, I think you can't not, it's riddled. You can't, you can't listen to a song. No, nah, but I mean, if, like, think about it though. If you only hear Exhibit C, right? And then he falls off the map, you're like, oh, hey, Jay Electronic came back again. And then you listen to the intro. There's nothing in the intro that I necessarily disagree with, right? Not really. But then if you take Farrakhan in a nutshell, as smart as he is, as much wisdom as he has, a lot of his, to, in my opinion, a lot of his rhetoric is very anti-Semitic in nature, which kind of is fucked up because there's a lot of black Jewish people out there as well. So it's like, are you railing against white people? Are you railing against actual Jewish people? Or like, what's the problem here? So hey, I, I like how this episode is like super serious when I'm on here because usually y'all are know, right? jokes and shit. I'm making y'all say this really hard stuff. You know what? I kind of <laughs> I look on. at fair. I used to study fair kind of like way back. And the one thing I think about is like all religions are good to a certain extent, and then you start to realize like yo, they're going just a little bit too far for me. Mm-hmm. People tend to cherry pick too, which is one of the things that I don't like about it. It's like if you're going to devote yourself and you really devote yourself, then typically those people are not problematic in my opinion, because I've met some very, um, I spent some time with some like devout Muslim people and they're all like the coolest shit, man, you know, and devout Christians that are cool as shit. And like, they don't judge me for the way I live my life or anything like that. But then you have these other people who are just like, well, the radicals and extremists. Yeah, gay sex is yeah. bad or blah, 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 this, that. They're like, dude, shut the fuck up. Cause if you- Yeah, I'm like, I can't go that far. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. yeah. I can go to a certain extent with it and I try to, take the value that I see from it. Like, I can't say the Farrakhan doesn't say some stuff that makes a lot of sense or makes me think or hasn't informed me over the years, but then there's a certain point where it's just like, mm, you're going too far from me. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable with that part. Yeah. You, know, you want to go that route, cool. Cause he drops like, and, and it's not even just Farrakhan. You can apply that to any religion mm-hmm. like or rappers. Religion. Just like rappers, your tweet said, right? you're like, uh, I listen to rappers. I follow rappers for the way that they rap. I don't really rely on them for much else. I ain't listen to nothing else. Once the beat goes off, our relationship is over. I love because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, you saying way too much on social media. You turned into a clown on social media. Boosie, yeah. Boosie got a real beef with Crunch Fitness or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, twenty four hour fitness whatever it was i was a super boosie fan when he was uh i was leading the free boosie movement on twitter when he was locked up but like now i'm like damn y'all i had all the boosie fade jokes y'all maybe should have let this ass in there and let him get <laughs> 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 this motherfucker is off the meat right 
Just saying wild stuff. You know what, those, I, I will say this. Speaking well, of religion. We don't talk about shoes and shit, dog. Let's, well, speak, let me, I'll, I'll get through, I'll get through my playlist real quick. Look, you're taking look, over, I just look. came in and take over for the hell of Ta- it. Taking over. <laughs> I'll, I'll get into it real quick. because. No, nah, I'm, I'm just messing with you. Speaking of religion, I will say my shit now, Toby and Wigwee. Like, he created a wave, but even before that, he's a rapper from Houston, so I should have known about him. But his, dude, his uh, instrumentals are just, they're lush. They're very complex, and and it's almost like a movie score, how good some of his instrumentals mm-hmm. are that that he that he produces. But he's a dude from Houston. He has, like, odes to Houston. But there's another song that came out recently. You might have seen it because it's been making rounds on social media. It's called Try Jesus. And he literally sings with some dude on the guitar where he's like, try Jesus, but not me, because I'll throw hands. <laughs> fucking love yeah, it. that song is great. It's only and like he's like literally long, but it's great. But yeah, you know what? I'm I'm a huge fan of him as well, because I think he adds he brings a certain artistry in what he does. Yeah, visuals too, man. You gotta check it out. The visuals. The visuals, the message, the music, everything about him. And it's like even uh like his wife is heavily involved with this yeah. creative process. So like she's visibly involved he's in the music videos does like the dances and shit with them and like it's just doing something different but that's the beauty of of like rap right now it's like if you just think that rap is the auto-tune shit that you continuously hear pushed then you will overlook a guy like toby you'll overlook a upstart like vince ash you'll miss somebody like mozzie who's operating way over here yeah he's got critical acclaim he's noticed but he's operating way over here and he's not necessarily in the main conversation. Like there's so many different styles. Like once we understand that rap has subgenres and not just one big Facts. ball, everybody is thrown in rap. Yeah. I like, yeah, we'd be better off. And that way I don't have to sit there and worry about it. like well, whatever my son thinks is rap, he can enjoy that. And I've That's got true, my yeah. version of rap over here that I enjoy. We don't yeah. have to argue about it. They're both rap. And sometimes I'll let him get the ox. I'm like, yo, let me see what you're listening to. And I'll mm-hmm. grab an artist from him. Sometimes we'll be in the car. Now he'll be on the slick because I gave him Shazam. So he'll sit there <laughs> he'll that he likes something I'm playing. He'll but he won't admit to it. Real quick. Yeah, he'll Shazam it real quick. But then I'll catch him playing it later on. I'm like, yo, there's enough flavor. No doubt. It's like Baskin Robbins. There's enough flavors for me to have my ice cream and be happy, and you can have your ice cream and be happy too. Yeah, for sure. Fact, like man. everybody can be happy with their stuff. I think a lot of our shit, a lot of our tastes coincide, but I think it's dope. And and like, I know it was one one or two episodes before this we were talking about like the push and Drake beef. I was like, it's actually possible for people to be fans of Drake and push at the same time, and that's okay. It's not for everybody, but that's okay. You can be a fan of, like you said, Mozzie, or and then you can also be a fan of Gun, or you could be a fan. You could even be a fan of fucking. I don't know if there's any of them out there, but if you can actually be a fan of Pitbull, but also be a fan of Crit or whoever the fuck, and it's just like, and that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, that's nah, okay. But yeah, Toby and Wiggly, check his shit out. <laughs> he said, I don't know you. <laughs> Toby and Wigri, check his shit out and his visuals too. So on Instagram and on Spotify, whatever streaming platform you got. With that said, since we're all sneakerheads, let's, let's talk get into about it. Guest of Honor, what you got? What are you rocking? Rocking. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, I feel like this is like some setup shit. I feel like this is like sneaker battles with fucking like mayor or something. Like I feel like this is like you got cheat codes and shit. Oh, he gets seated. See, there, there will be none of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I just told you, GR boys in the building. Like, I'm just a regular dude. <laughs> None of that extra shit. Don't even listen to what he's talking to you about. Nah, None of that. Fuck out of here. <laughs> <clears throat> really not. Like, uh, and the only reason I said let's talk about shoes and stuff was to switch the subject, bring it lighter. But right now, I'm not even wearing shoes nine times out of ten. I mean, we're home. Chanclas, house shoes. But what were you rocking today? I'm gonna what's show on you, your mind? I'm trying to grab. These are what I alternate between. I'm going with either one of these slides, and you can't see. I'm going. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why did you not whoa, sell those? Whoa, whoa! Why did you not sell those slides? Hold on, wait a I second. I forgot about That's that. That's only when I want to feel a little. Uh, you know, right. Everybody, Gotti has his own fucking chunkleta. It's slide. Don't chunkleta. That's chunkleta. Yo, it slides most of the time right now. So, I feel like you. who's like, and I think I told you this before. It's like you, we've been buying all this stuff, and you want to wear it, but then, like when you go out somewhere now, when you're wearing it, you look like the kid who's wearing his brand new clothes, uh, school clothes on the first day of school, because you're so fucking clean. Like you got on the clean white t-shirt, the clean white Air Force ones. It's like, damn, you really couldn't wait to get out of class. Damn yeah, right. Wear your little <laughs> Aline has a right. broke dick dog. Like, you Fuck couldn't that. wait to come out and show up your little stuff you bought. You got damn right. That's part of my self-care. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to fucking stunt on the odd occasion I do go to the fucking market and risk my health. <laughs> I'm going to go Yo, out there. I'm going to shine you motherfuckers. Before quarantine, before all this hit, were you working from home or did you go into an office on a daily basis? Um, eh, a little both. <laughs> Not on a daily, but I'll be in the office. Who are you, Tommy? What kind of job you got, dog? Were you? He said mm, fourth floor. Fourth floor. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've been the, I've been the work from home guy for the longest time. So, so problematic. I got work from home clothes, and then I have clothes that I wear when I go out, obviously. But I'm like, I'm not sitting there like I'm so used to wearing my work from home clothes that I'm not getting dressed up. I'm putting on the same old raggedy gray t-shirts, the same old basketball shorts from forever. And I'm, I'm talking to Retro, and he's like, yeah, man, I got up and got dressed this morning to put on a three-piece suit. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? <laughs> you working from home, dog. Take advantage of it. I've had to, I've admittedly, I've put on the- Nah, the, he's done the, I've the seen the pictures. With the basketball <laughs> shorts on. I'm just like, I'm just gonna do the newscaster shit, like be presentable on-, on You on, had on the dress mullet, hon. You had on the uh, <laughs> party up. This is a top party <laughs> down below. <laughs> lounge, lounge boy on the bottom, yeah. Yo, all right. No, I, I appreciate that, the slides and all that, but let's cut the bull. Let's get to it. What's the heat, man? <laughs> That was cute. That was cute. I would. I would. Oh, the right But these, the only reason I'm showing these. Okay. And this is the uh, right. the kit. What is it? Tokyo Trio. Yeah, yeah. Ronnie Five joints that just dropped. Jesus. Is, did they have a split toe? Yeah, they got the split toe. Oh the man, fire. But the only reason I'm bringing them out is because, not because of the shoe, but because of the way they released them. And, and Retro, you were yeah, in the text thread when we got the email. Like me and one other person, shout out to Omar, he got the email as well. And we were like, it was a middle of the day on Saturday. And we were like, what the yep. fuck? And I thought it was like, they got hacked and somebody was about to beat me out of some money. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a try. And then we tweeted and we were like, yo, is this legit? And a couple people said, Yeah, it's legit. And went in and paid. But they 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 reached out to old customers, people who had brought bought 
early ACES collabs or oh, ACES collabs through the years. That's cool. And clean, they man. offered first dibs to them. Uh, via email. That's the way. That's dope. I respect so now that. that's how you yeah. beat bots. And yeah, that's I how you that. retain customers. So like, and those guys over there at Kith, they've always taken care of me. Like I've known Ronnie. Like I know Ronnie since he was at David Z. Oh like, shit. When he did his first uh, Timberland? Was it his first yeah. Timberland? Yeah. I'm trying Jeez. to think. Like I think I knew him about, he was at David Z for maybe two years before he started doing Kith. Like I knew him for a couple of years while he was still at David Z. David Z is amazing. If you ever have a chance to meet that guy and go talk to him and pick his brain. Is his site still amazing. a thing? Amazing. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's, it's different now that Ronnie's not there. But I mean, mm-hmm. David Z, the actual person, his uncle, is like an amazing guy. Like, Damn. very amazing to talk to him. But either way, seek him out. those guys at Kith, like, they've always been pretty cool with me. And not on some big boy shit or nothing like that. Like, genuinely good people. Like That's if I up, need man. something, because I never ask for anything, but if I ask for something, they always try to help out. That's the number one rule of, of having a plug. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah, ask, ask, don't yeah. ask for nothing that you don't need. So every, mm-hmm. like, I, I usually play like one card a year. And Same. like, you know what I did it for this year was the biotech trainer threes. Oh yeah. Like I hit them up like, yo, y'all are getting them. Three Size pair. 13 me. <laughs> Size 13 me. Three pairs. Them to get Minimal. these just because of being a previous customer. That's double, get, man. You didn't get it for free. Let me say getting the opportunity to buy them because it would have been nice if they would have gave them away. But <laughs> yeah. just the fact that they were like reaching out to previous customers, like, yo, we want to give you first dibs as a thank you for rocking with us all these years. I was like, yo, that's beautiful, man. That is dope, man. I, I hope yeah. other companies are like taking note of that. No, it's about mm-hmm. the money, man. About the even, yo, even, even the people who didn't get the email, and there were always going to be the little salty people. Like, I saw one guy saying, oh, I spent 10000 with you guys over the years, and I didn't get an email. Well, fuck you, bitch. You just didn't get the email this time. Right? That, means you, that means you're a sucker. <laughs> yeah, you got, got $10,000 worth of other shoes. Yeah. Why are you complaining? Yeah. But a lot of people were kind of recognize the fact that, yo, even though I didn't get – you know, I didn't get selected this time. It's lovely, it man. It was dope how they went about it. Yeah, that's, that's I respected. Well. I got lucky because there were plenty of other people, and I'm I'm regular as fuck. But I'm like, yo, there were plenty of regular people who got the chance to cop. That's and dope. Like, that's yeah, fire. That's how it was supposed to be, man. It's it's better than dealing with sneakers on a Saturday or God bless you trying mm. to buy some Yeezys on Saturday. S a d d e r day. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, it was really dope how they pulled that shit off. So shout out to uh, Ronnie Fike. Shout out to Kith. I ain't gonna call any more names because I gotta keep the plugs. Keep it low, no, right? Keep it low. B. The names called. You so, got retro? No, 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 no. It, you're breaking guys. your streak. You're breaking your streak, and I need to know why you're breaking nah, your Jordan special, streak. Listen, there's a special occasion, right? Listen, there's there's references throughout this episode that I need people to understand, right? We brought out the five panel just as a tribute to having Gotti on the show. I specifically picked I can't get with that today. There's a certain line in there when Hove says, nobody safe at a party, even Gotti goes, adios. So there's like certain <laughs> I references. Was there, I was sitting there trying to run it back in my head. I was like, yo, he picked that for a reason. I know there's, he did. there's a reference to <laughs> he it. Always does, so yeah. na- so now legato. So now I'm I'm bringing it full circle. Whoa, 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 I whoa, broke- whoa. I know, I know what this is gonna be. <laughs> gonna what is be? it? 
You want me to tell you what it's gonna be? Call tell it. me what it's gonna Call be. It. I bet it's got the. I bet it's got chlorophyll in it. And I bet it <laughs> it does have chlorophyll in it. It does it have. It does have a strap. I'm good. proud of B for bringing these out. Do it, B. Do it, B. He's good. He's good. Just because it's Gotti. Nah. <laughs> a salute to the runner. A salute to the the trainer, the Maxims. You cannot find them it. anywhere. So yo, yo, he did though, and when he did, I was blown away. Like yo, those shits are crispy. Yeah, yeah. Those anymore right now. Well, you know what's funny too, and I broke my 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 code my 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 word just because you were on the episode. So I, I took a break from the Jays just for this one episode. And I hit Rachel today. And I was just like, yo, just today. He's like, yo, you bring the Jays. I'm like, I brought the Jays, but just today, I got to get that right, one off. You no. did the right thing. Look at the one off. You I'm probably the, the only other person in the world. There's very few of us who will appreciate that shoe. No That's doubt, man. hybrid that I rock with. And it, like there's you not, said, it's the best of both worlds. There's well, not a lot the thing of them that are done is well. like, And it's like, a, I think this being from the East Coast too, like, we rock with 95s, we rock with trainer 1s, 97s, but then the trainer 3s was like, that was like the East Coast bop. Like we had 90, 97s, excuse me, 95s and the trainer trainer 3s. So like I had probably about like 20 flavors of trainer 3s. And this is prior to me knowing that these were going to be a thing one day. And so I remember like retro. getting rid of them. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know at the time and i just yeah. we just rocked them that shit does not make your it. shoes like just, imagine that nowadays what that shit that did not make it to la <laughs> trainer threes did not, not make it to trainer la threes, like man. that like you had some athletic cats that rocked it but that's pretty much it man they never made it like that big out here nah, i think the, the tailwind's man. really big the runners are pretty big out here but mm-hmm. the as, terms of the trainers nah not really but because of that i'm breaking these out Oh, Air Trainer ah, One Safaris oh. as a homage to Gotti. Yo, I got I these got for under retail dead stock. Those are beautiful too. That's my yo. That's my beater shoe. That's the shoe that I walk walk out like when I'm just doing shit around the house and like in the neighborhood. That's my beater shoe. I those love Air Trainer Ones. Are like the shoes that I wear mm. almost every day. Air Trainer Ones are so fucking comfortable and so underrated, which, and I hope it stays that way just so I can, Me too. like, so when they release every three, four years, like a different color, I'll be able to cop them no problem. Because even, um, even the tonal joints that came out, what, like 2016 or something like that? The, um, the yeah, the fragments, even they're going for like a hundred bucks now still. So Air Trainer Ones. I hope that stays the best kept secret, man. No, <laughs> I get out, man. It it might if we keep lagging on this social media presence. Then yes, <laughs> it will. <laughs> but I think it's all because we also appreciate like the uh, like the obscurities and like finding your own style and like no your doubt. own yeah. your own things. And that's something like my son is fourteen, so it's like he's about to go. He's about to be a freshman in high school. So he doesn't, he's got, his, he has what he thinks is a style, but he hasn't really picked up on what his style is. So I kind mm-hmm. of been talking to him about that. And, you know, we went to the store, I guess it was last week. And I was asking him like, yo, what shoes are you interested in? And he was like the, uh, the Ferrari 14s, which is like that bright yellow, yeah. mustard yellow. And I was like, oh, but I was <laughs> like, I'll humor him. Mm-hmm. So I pulled him up on StockX. He's like an 11 and a half. Those joints were like three or four hundred dollars, and I was like, "Yo, so how do you plan on paying for something like that? <laughs> like, what are you gonna do?" And then I said, "Okay, if you got a plan to get the money, like, okay, 
then what are you going to wear with them? Because you spend everything you've got trying mm -hmm. to get a three to four hundred dollar shoe mm -hmm. that you're not going to. Then since you're still growing, you're probably not going to be able to wear that shoe more than a couple six times, months, yeah. maybe twelve max. So I'm like, yo, you shouldn't do it like that. Another Learn from dad, GR boys. General yo, GR boys, go get you a nice little Air Force One. Get you some flavor. Get you a color. Mm -hmm. Get you some, some you know, some Mitchell and Ness shorts. Get you a couple of crispy tees. Like, yo, pick some out how to cleaning build. wipes. Yeah, like and like, yeah, take care of your stuff. But like, figure out how to build you a few fits, and stop trying to buy cool mm -hmm. by spending four hundred on this shoe, thinking it's gonna make you cool. I'm like, yo, just cultivate your own cool by doing your thing. Like taking this taking this GR off the shelf and making it look like it's something Finesse crazy it. wild and yeah. different. You know what I mean? Finesse it. I think that's an age thing too, though, because I think it we is, all man. went through that. And I didn't really hit my stride. I don't think I hit my stride until like I was in my 30s of like really settling into what my aesthetic was and how comfortable I felt in the aesthetic. I think that, I mean, he'll get there. Thankfully, he has a dad that cares about that shit too. Because no I didn't. I didn't have that shit either. I had to figure that shit out. I was trial and error like a motherfucker. My dad was into, my dad was into them dress slacks and the fucking spandex shirts and shit tucked in. Only Yo, B, you I, got, B, you got siblings? Yeah, he yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Older or younger? Both. Both? Yeah. I always tell people like, Yo, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the middle. You know I'm problematic. <laughs> yeah, you got problems. <laughs> you got to go in all different directions. Yeah, but I, always, yeah, yeah. I always tell people like my older sister. My sister is what three, three and a half years older than me. Same as mine. Yeah, I got a that sister. helped. Like having an older sister helped mm -hmm. because I could sit there and listen to her conversations with her girlfriends back in the day when kids talked on the phone. I know that's like rare with now. the wire on them. Yeah, like an actual Not the cordless. Phone, but, I would sit there and listen to her, her and her homegirls talk and like picked up the game. Watch, picked <laughs> up the game, you know, just yeah. kind of listening. So it's like having an older sibling helped. But I always say like my older sister was probably besides having like magazines and stuff like that, like having an older sister really helped me develop a sense of style beyond just trying to buy style. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have like, yo, who do you who are you? Like, how do you want to present yourself? I think that comes with confidence, too. Like, you get that when you are more secure with yourself. You really got to, like, understand, like, I'm doing this for me, not for anybody else. Oh, yeah, it's just me in the mirror, dog. I yeah, that's it, man. Me in the motherfucking <laughs> just, mirror. Just like, Give boy, you looking good Get your no daily informations in looking in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no doubt, man. Me in the mirror, baby. Me in the mirror. That's... Uh, in terms of age, I'm, I still think that's age, but like you said, yeah. like a lot of the older heads, because my sisters, they didn't really teach me too much about style, but I think that's just part of the Asian American experience more so than they did about music, because my oldest sister, she's got like 11, she got 11 years on me. Um, actually, no, she got like 13, 14 years on me. Damn, my memory's going. But she, that's that math. Look at it. <laughs> she she got me not into Andrew Yang. <laughs> I do not want to be that problematic. No, 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 not at all. But she got me into Prince and like Michael Jackson, all that shit too. Like old Michael Jackson and and Prince, like in his heyday. And like I was like, damn, this is fucking, this is dope. When kids were listening to some other dumb shit, she's like, no, listen to this. This is good stuff. And then I learned sonically all the influence that Prince had in later yeah, years and Prince shit like that. Cool. And that helped my a lot. And then, definitely is a, yo, my sister is definitely one of those people who paid 
I think it was what you remember what 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 album was it where he was doing that tour where the tickets were like a hundred bucks? Fuck, it's not musicology, it was, like, was it? Uh, it was one like in the past ten years. Yeah, or so. it was one, one of the more recent ones. One of those later tours where he was doing tickets for like a hundred bucks, and I'm like, "Yo, you paid a hundred dollars." She was like, "It's Prince." Yeah, yeah. Like, go ahead, it's Prince, and he gave him a CD, and I was like, "Shit, that better be the best CD ever." Mm-hmm. But my sister was like a huge Prince fan as well. So I, I think definitely to that. But see, I think I got it just from like the box, right? <laughs> like we yeah, just have that shit. From, watching from, videos watching videos that's where you learn it from because uh, that's what taught me and then you you pick up things you try it out you'd be like yo this does not look the same as it did on that video <laughs> <laughs> disappointment but you you know you drop the bread for it so you're like nah i'm gonna make this shit work <laughs> well you don't know how many outfits i tried and how many looks i tried because of big daddy kane and kwame Man. i was a 14 13 14 year old Man. boy there's some looks thinking i was doing it now you I made that shit work though you mean, I nah, did not, I not have doing access it. to the bag. Nah, he said, nah, I wasn't doing it. I know I wasn't. I, wasn't doing it, but, you know, <laughs> I tried. Back, I probably look just as goofy as my 14-year-old looks now, but in my head, I was feeling really no good doubt. about myself. No so doubt. It's what it is. It's a fun journey. It and is. And, and Retro, you know, we talk about it a lot. I'm like, our generation, and well, we may be the one of the first, but like, you can't imagine your dad or my dad having the conversation with their friends that we have with ours about like shoes, yeah, clothing and stuff like that. Stuff that back in the day would be like, yo, y'all, that's kind of, it's not manly. Mm-hmm. We talk yeah. about it, and, it, and, it, and it evolves into so many other things. It leads to conversations and you discover <clears throat> so much beyond just the clothes and the shoes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like they're just the entry point. Every then, dude, even now, in, even now I, with like some of like the older uncles or older cousins or shit like that, they're like, you, you have a lot of sneakers. That's girl shit. Like yep. the fuck are you talking about? Like, I care about the way I look like what's wrong with that. And they're like, no, it's fucking girl shit. You take pictures yourself. Like, Fucking girl shit. Yeah, like, you took pictures of yourself. I was like, right, see man. Our and that's girl shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was that's like, don't be mad at me because I'm looking lovely <laughs> out these streets, man. Me shit. Too, <laughs> that is that's a real, man. fact, man. I, but you know, I think that hopefully that opens the door for our kids to be even more open about shit. Because I think, in terms of communications and stuff like that, I think you're right. Like when my dad. My dad, I don't think my dad was a good example for the time just because he was so stern. And when he joked, it was more like he would joke but make jokes and his eyes would be like a shark eyes. Like, they, mm. they'd, like they'd just be dead. So I'd be like, uh, he's like, this is an intimidation thing. Like, I don't think he's actually joking. He didn't want to laugh. He was like, mm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what was behind it. Exactly. But I think even, yeah, just normal everyday conversations where it's like, man, I'm going through it. Like before, it's just like, yeah, everything's cool. I think we're going to fix the fence tomorrow. Um, wife's complaining again. You know how that goes, and then literally that's like the bulk of the conversations. But I think technology helped with that. That we can do so much more. And I mean, like right way. now, you, you're you're doing the pops cast, and that's why I always commend y'all. Like y'all are having these conversations out loud, and not just behind closed doors or in a in a in a, in a chat thread. Like you're having these conversations publicly. Like, again, I've listened to every episode. Sometimes I'm like, wow, y'all are really going out there and really talking about some stuff. And I commend you for it, and I enjoy it. And, I mean, it warms my heart up because I'm like, yo, I'm glad to see that we're there as men. 
Mm-hmm. Like we're at a point where we can talk freely and openly about certain stuff. Uh, like you, you create a reference point for somebody else who's listening and they'll come to you and be like, yo, tell me about, tell me more about this. Or I'm going through this and I heard y'all talk about it. You become fact, like man. that reference point for somebody. I hope so. I still, you know what I mean? I, I really hope so. That, 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 one of the things besides the just gold, being, man. yeah, therapeutic is that we're affecting somebody else. Even if it's just this whole shit, right? Even if we just affect one other person, be like, well, I can maybe be more open about this thing than I would have been before. That's a that's a win to me. Like I, yeah. the, I will, I would love that if that was the case. I don't think it's happening. I wouldn't know, but if it does, I'd like. Well, fuck, man, that's a super win to me. That's, yeah, that's who super wrapped? I'm trying to remember who wrapped it. Who said the number one killer of black men is stress? Was that Biggie or somebody else? Or like organized confusion or some shit? It might have been somebody organized confusion. Like the number one, I think it was organized confusion, like the number one killer of black men is stress. And that always stuck in my head. And now when I think about it, when you're having these conversations, you know, that we often have now, that's avoiding somebody holding on to a lot of that. 100%. Stress. Yeah. That's eating them up. Because, like, sometimes, especially now with everything that's going on, yeah, like, you have to have somebody who you can talk to. And, you, you know, you can't always – you can talk to your spouse about it, but sometimes you want to talk to another guy about yeah, it. It's different, man. Yeah, I can't sure. always say everything or, or show – I can't show everything to my wife. Don't get it twisted. But at a certain point, I got to be her, her strength. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I need to talk to some other guys just so I can vent to them and be like, yo, how are you handling this? And Brett, you know, we talk about stuff all the time. I'm like, yo, how does this work for y'all? Because like, shit, we do it, but I know we could do it better. So let me find out who, what other guys are doing, who I respect, who have strong relationships with their spouse, who are decent people. I'm like, yo, how are y'all doing things? And every little bit of that helps because we like all three of us are saying like i'm not the uh dig my heels in type person i want to be better than sure. the generation before me i want to be a better father, legacy man husband and everything yeah. for the people around me also so, for your last name yo, like how B can says. i do whatever how can i do this better like i know i'm not perfect i know i'm not a piece of shit but i know i'm not perfect how can i get this better how can yeah, i do it better? that's it, part look that's perfect perfectly said and I would expect no less from a writer just because, like, how do we improve his dads? Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the, besides the fuckery and the serious talk, like, that's essentially the, the what we're trying to get to overall, right? And we just do that by bouncing ideas off each other who are from people who are equally, hopefully, as equally open minded as we are. It is a challenge. So let me tell you something. It is. I hear you talking about Kennedy all the time. And I hear you talking about Leah and the two boys all the time. Let me tell you, dog, like, I thought. When my daughter graduated college, that I was like, yeah, I'm done. good enough. Yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> nope. It does not end. It does not end. And I say that. And a, lifelong gig. Yeah, it's a lifelong gig. And my mom is like, yeah. She was like, you didn't know? She was like, no, nah, you're not doing it. She's like, it's, it's never over. The marathon like, continues. Word to yeah, the man. marathon is like, it's all over again because. It's a new set of shit, man. It's a, it's new, a problems. new like adult she, problems. Adult problems school, now. Yeah. It's adult problems. When she got to high school, it was almost like she was a newborn again and we were new mm. parents because she was doing all these first 
that, you know, we hadn't encountered, like we hadn't really encountered boys. We hadn't encountered uh, driving and what the rules for mm. that were. We hadn't encountered like your curfew is going to be a little bit later. You're going to be going out doing different things. And, like you're going to be tested. We hadn't encountered a lot of that stuff. Like we, yeah, you have built up to it, but some of that stuff was still new and the stakes were higher. And now again, like when we get to, she's 21 now, just graduated in December. And she graduated at like the absolute worst time. Oh man, mm. seriously. Yeah, because she graduated and then she comes out into a job market now. That shit. Trash, basura, all that it's shit. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. And it's like, we've been going through it on various things because like she's staying at home because she can't get a job yeah. where she can afford to live in Nashville. Like Nashville, the rents are very high right now. It's impossible so to live anywhere. It's a anywhere. Yeah, That's just yeah. not it's globally. It's fucking impossible, tough. man. So I'm like, yo, I thought we were done. And it's like, nah, this shit's going to mm -hmm. keep going. The saga continues, Gotti. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> hey, just buckle up. Enjoy it. Well, like I, I always no, say. Try to enjoy it, man. Yeah, I was yep. about to say, I think some of those middle years are pretty cool because they coast for the most part. Fingers crossed. High school was actually pretty chill. College is cool. Little we'll see. It's I always a, it's My 12-year-old is a man. We'll get, it, we'll get to him. First of all, we got to get an, another episode with you, and there's so much to talk about. We got to wrap. But, again, Gotti, thank you for everything, even before the even before coming on the Popscast, all the guidance nah, no doubt, that man. you've given. Appreciate it. Got my start in writing. It wouldn't. We'll get into the story another time. We wouldn't. Me and P wouldn't be together if it weren't for Gotti. Let me just say that. I'll say that shit right now, and we'll get into a story about that later. Well, yeah, like I ran over there and said, "My homeboy want to talk to you." You kind of did. We'll get into that later, though. But yo, John Stockton did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. You were the short shorts and everything. It was kind of like in the wood. He was. We was all. We was like. We was standing beside each other. and He was like, "Yo, I'm gonna talk there," and I was like. Yeah, you think you got a shot with her? He's like, yeah, I think I got a shot. I'm like, well, go ahead. And I'm just ready to laugh. Like, like, shoot or shoot. All right. I pulled up from 30. Fuck that. He pulled it yeah. off. He was blown away. See, I'm like, look at him. Season two, episode eight. We didn't get into the title. The title is Against All Odds. One of the biggest influences in Gotti's life. We'll get into that later as well. Again, appreciate you, my guy. Uh, Gotti, man. We'll wrap Appreciate this you, shit brother. And link up soon. Sooner rather than later. We're not going to wait to see you. Take doubt, care, man. man. All right. Salute. Salute, everybody. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.